0: Welcome, everyone, to GreenCast. This is a podcast that brings practicality to being sustainable. Presented to you by the Waukesha County Green Team, your hosts are myself, Alec Lapoydevin, and me, Laura Laux. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to GreenCast. Thanks for joining us today. We are continuing our conversation about sustainability and education, and we're going to talk about higher education today, so undergraduate and graduate degrees. And today, on our podcast for our guest, we've got Amanda Getch here. Amanda currently oversees the sustainability certificate and degree programs through the University of Wisconsin Extended Campus. She has an extensive career in sustainability as applied to business, community organizations, and now higher education. With a graduate degree focused on systems thinking, corporate social responsibility, and sustainability in the private sector, She spearheaded a robust career, helping businesses and their stakeholders grow towards a more sustainable future. Amanda is currently a doctoral student researching love-based leadership in business sustainability and its systemic impact on culture. I am doubly excited about this conversation today because Amanda and I have worked together extensively in the past and she has definitely always been a role model and a mentor to me Um, She was one of my first bosses uh, when I interned for her at INPRO, and I am currently in her graduate degree program, so it's been a lot of cool connections. Um, Like we talk about in the episode, sustainability is all about these connections and all about the people you're able to connect with and talk to, so uh, I hope Amanda becomes a connection for you. So welcome, Amanda. Hi, Laura.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: We're so excited to have you. So let's start with some background of you. How did you first get involved in sustainability?
1: That's a great question, and it is one that comes up often across the profession. But um, so I don't really see a point in time where I thought, "Okay, I'm going to get involved with this now. It was really from a young age when I began developing my own land ethic, uh, living in Wisconsin, although Leopold is a big influence. So developing that land ethic from a young age and a social ethic, so that golden rule, treating others how I would like to be treated, and really understanding that humans are complex and nothing is either totally one way or totally the other. Um, And sustainability, to me, is in part a way to look at the world, and it's a part of how you choose to live your life. So Growing up with those ethics, um, it has always been a part of who I am, making connections to being outside, making connections to people with different backgrounds at a young age, um, having an interest in having conversations and bridge building and making connections and bringing people together around common goals has always been something that I've naturally been interested in doing. Um, Mm -hmm. And so uh, given that, of course, no one is perfect. And that's part of being human. And that's what I mean with sustainability. Part of that is understanding that nothing is totally good or totally bad. There's always some room in there. And so within that gray area and complexity, there's a lot of room to learn, to learn how to empathize, to grow and become a better person. And I have um, this quote that my dad always shares with us, and some folks being from Green Bay will, will know this quote, but winning is not everything, but making the effort to win is. Mm-hmm. And I really think that that spirit encapsulates the concept of sustainability um, as the world evolves, humans evolve, businesses change, and there's always room to improve, and making that effort toward that improvement is truly what matters. And if we collectively adopt that attitude of showing up and supporting each other, we could do a lot of really positive things in the world. And so I guess long story short, um, it's been a part of the way I was brought up to see the world. Um, And when I was younger, it just wasn't called sustainability. Like when I was in high school, you didn't necessarily – think about going into a career in sustainability. It was always environmental studies or something along that line. So it wasn't really professionalized until I graduated from my undergrad. My undergrad was really focused on ecological studies. I'll talk later about how I made that transition into my graduate studies in sustainability. But really, there was a point of realization that we could utilize business for good, and that business is one part of the suite of solutions to solving our biggest challenges. We also need things like policy development, individual action, nonprofits, and so on. So that was kind of my upbringing, and then I went through my academic experience. I'm still doing that. I'll talk about that a little bit later, but my first role in a professional sustainability position was working with Violia Environmental Services and I was their graduate intern sustainability coordinator. Amazing opportunity. I learned so much during my time there. And then as a graduate student, I was the program director for the Wisconsin Sustainable Business Council's Green Master's Program, which is a benchmarking tool for businesses within the state of Wisconsin to not only benchmark but improve upon their sustainability objectives. Then I went to grad school. <laughs> well, during grad school, um, I came upon my graduation, which was great. Um, this was kind of during the economic recession, kind of coming out of the tail end of that And I really wanted to find an opportunity within the Midwest to leverage my skills and the tools that I had just obtained during my graduate studies to help businesses within the Midwest. There were sustainability positions in Europe and on the East Coast and West Coast, but I really wanted to stay in the Midwest. And so what I did and what I share with our students is just put yourself out there. You never know what's going to happen. Um, And so I started reaching out to some of the senior leaders, including CEOs of some of the companies that were participating in the Green Masters program. So I knew that they were already on their sustainability journey. They were actively working towards their goals and I could help them achieve them. And so I reached out to a number of companies and I got a whole bunch of no's. But it only takes one yes for your entire career to, like, take off in a certain trajectory. Mm -hmm. So um, I met um, with some folks. And longer story short there, I ended up taking a position as the first sustainability manager with a company called InPro. I ended up working with them for a number of years as their first sustainability manager. And, again, super great learning experience and I have a whole list of things that I learned and some of them are employee engagement and community engagement, product transparency, environmental product declarations, health product declarations, life cycle assessments, carbon footprinting, sustainability strategies, marketing, marketing and communications, public speaking and more. There's just so much that goes into a role as a sustainability professional Um, and so that's super exciting. Um, So that's kind of the quick glance at how it was just kind of part of the way I grew up, and then through the opportunities I had in education and mentors I had along the way, I really formalized that into a career in sustainability.
0: Yeah, that really makes sense how you started off with not really knowing what it was called, but kind of the way that you were thinking about the systems thinking and everything being connected um, and everything kind of having a purpose, that makes sense that you know, environmental focus would switch a little bit more into a sustainability focus, which is a little bit more broad yeah. in that it includes environmental stuff, but it includes everything that you just said, the carbon footprinting, life cycle assessments, communication, marketing, all of that.
1: Exactly. And really and we don't need to go off in a rabbit hole on this because I know we can talk <laughs> for hours, but really, you cannot have solely environmental sustainability without addressing economic injustice and social inequities. You have to have that systems thinking if you're truly going to have a healthy environment for the long term. Right. Yep.
0: Yes. Definitely. We're focusing today on higher education, and you did mention both an undergraduate and a graduate degree. Well, first of all, what are the degrees that you have,
1: and how did you find those programs? So, um, my undergraduate degree is in biological aspects of conservation and environmental science, and my graduate degree is in it's a master of science in conservation biology and sustainable development and Business, Environment, and Social Responsibility. So it's a long, (laughs) it's basically everything. Um, (laughs) But no, I'm kidding. Um, My graduate degree was cross-listed between the University of Wisconsin-Madison's Nelson Institute for Environmental Studies and the UW-Madison Granger School of Business. And so, again, it's taking the... I guess, scientific principles behind sustainability and really applying them. Um, But that business environment and social responsibility part of my degree is really the area I focused on going into the private sector. And currently, I'm a doctoral student at the University of Wisconsin-Stevens Point, and my research is focusing on love-based leadership in business sustainability and its systemic impact on culture the University of Wisconsin-Madison was appealing to me in part because of the credibility behind the Nelson Institute for Environmental Studies. The Institute for Environmental Studies is named after Gaylord Nelson, who was a um, political leader in Wisconsin and the founder of Earth Day. A very credible program there. It was a great opportunity. It was kind of close to home. That's kind of how I chose to go to Madison there were some other mm-hmm. universities that were also of interest but this one just seemed to fit what I needed at that time
0: yeah that's that's kind of how it goes right yep. you just you find what you need yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes in your current work so after InPro,
1: you moved on could you talk a little bit about what you do now Absolutely. And it's funny, you never know with a career kind of the opportunities that will come along. So while I had an amazing time working uh, with InPro and I learned a lot there, I saw this new opportunity as a chance to help others do that work that I was doing in the private sector. And so what I do now is I'm the program manager for the sustainability certificate and degree programs through the University of Wisconsin extended campus. And I take my experience working in the private sector as a sustainability practitioner, and I do my best to help aspiring sustainability professionals be that change maker that they want to be in their work. Our programs are super unique, and we can get into the details a little bit later, but basically our program is an online collaborative program. We run it out of extended campus, and we have campus partners from the University of Wisconsin system who lead the program through their universities. And so our partners in both the undergrad and the grad um, include University of Wisconsin-Parkside, Green Bay, Oshkosh, Superior, Stout, and River Falls. And so we have academic directors that represent the sustainability programs on their campuses. And once a student enrolls in our program, they pick one of those universities as their home campus. They're going to be a student there. They'll get their diploma from that university. They'll have access to all of those that university's resources such as financial aid, uh, career development, other things like that. And the most exciting thing for me as the program manager is that's the university that our students will have the opportunity to walk across the stage at their graduation. So, not all of our mm. students choose to do that because it is an online program, but we have had a number of students fly in or drive into their university to really celebrate all of their accomplishments when they graduate. So um, not only do we have academic directors representing at each of those universities, but our faculty are coming from all of our partner campuses. And so we've got the credibility of amazing University of Wisconsin system faculty and instructors. Um, teaching in the program. I kind of oversee all all of those um, inner workings. We have an amazing internal team of stakeholders, including our marketing and media and student success coaches who work one-on-one with all of our students every step of the way through the program. Um, And then I also do fun things like curriculum development. And the areas where I really enjoy is the career development space, credential development, Networking, professional development. I just really like to help our students find their niche in the sustainability realm because it's so wide. You could mm-hmm. go into product development. You could be, um, we've got CPAs in the program. You could go into marketing and communications or education or healthcare. So, I just really like to hear our students' stories about what got you interested in this field and how can I help you make the network connections and career development tools to help you get to that stage yeah,
0: that's that's kind of a key um, in this space and how long I've been working in it, I've kind of found that the network is super important and like, like we started this conversation saying that everything is collaborative and everything is working together on things. Those sorts of connections are really important. Exactly. Now, you mentioned that it's an online program mm-hmm. and it's been an online program since before COVID. This is how it's been designed. Yes. So what are the benefits of it being online and what are the differences from
1: that perspective? That's a, another awesome question. Um, and being a student who attended a face-to-face program, this was something that I thought about before coming on board. And I wouldn't be in this position now if I 100% did not stand behind it. Um, And like you said, um, we have seen incredible change over the last 12 to 14 months Uh, throughout 2020 with COVID. A lot of educational platforms going online. And like you said, this program has been around for a long time. The undergraduate program launched in 2009 and the graduate program launched in the spring of 2013. And so these programs were not simply uploaded online where our students, you know, don't have any support, don't have any guidance or interaction. The pedagogy curriculum and other elements of these programs have been specifically designed and optimized for online learning. And um, to me, that's an amazing opportunity because as you know, as a sustainability professional, we need all hands on deck right now to Mm -hmm. uncover opportunities. And our program's offer this opportunity to those who may not necessarily have the flexibility or the chance to get on a campus during the day. That may simply mean they're in a region of the country or the world where they don't have access to an opportunity like this in their neighborhood, or it could be that they are balancing their family and their education and their work, um, and this is just the best way for them to break into this industry. And so um, that's really exciting, um, because like I said, we do need all hands on deck. And there are so many fantastic individuals out there who are doing this work and having the credibility of a degree behind you will hopefully push them even further into leadership positions where we need them um, to be creating this change.
0: Yes, or like myself, um, they're in a you know a full-time job but still want to get the degree. So exactly. I'm actually in the graduate program right now and it's been super nice to have it online. I don't think I would be able to be in school right now if it wasn't online and I had to go to in-person classes simply because I do work a 40-hour work week and I've got everything else on
1: top of it. So it's been super nice to be flexible. Right, yeah. And the other thing I'll mention is that especially in this field, It is important for our students to not only be in the courses and obtain the skills and the knowledge, but also have ample time to apply that and let it percolate, because this isn't a topic where you just absorb it and then regurgitate it. Um, There are a lot of complexities and there are a lot of opportunities for transformative learning moments. And so we want to make sure that our students are whole people, that you're not just zipping through coursework, but that you're also really considering the stuff that you're learning and how it applies to the world around you. And so I think being online, being asynchronous, um, that's another thing with the programs, like our students don't need to be in a specific class at any specific time. We do have opportunities for our students to connect one-on-one through networking events. We have a pre-semester party. Um, We've got students within the program who are setting up their own kind of Webex or Zoom meetings, just because, like you said, that networking is so important in this field. And so while it's asynchronous and online, by no means does that mean that we don't have that human to human interaction, which is so important to this field.
0: Yeah, and I've also noticed in my classes, you know, the online courses are very discussion based, even though they are asynchronous. And because it's online, we have a lot of people in my classes who are also in full time work schedules and maybe are in companies who are not doing sustainability right now and are hoping to get into sustainability. So it's really nice to get that diversity of students where. I can hear about how they would apply it to their job. Mm -hmm. And it's been really interesting to kind of hear different perspectives in that respect as well. Exactly. So we've heard a little bit of overview of what the programs are, Could you talk a little bit more about what the programs offer specifically?
1: Yeah, we have, I'll start with the certificates. We have two undergraduate certificates, one in environmental sustainability, which focuses more on the ecological principles behind sustainability. And then we have one focused on sustainable enterprise. We also have a brand new graduate certificate that Looks at the interconnections between sustainability and well-being, um, and so those are that's our current suite of certificates. And then we also have our undergraduate completion degree, which is a good option for somebody who already has some college credit, so around sixty credits, an associate's degree, maybe somebody started in their bachelor's degree but then they weren't quite sure, they wanted to continue in that field, and then they just didn't finish, our undergraduate completion degree would be a great opportunity for that person to round out their bachelor's degree. It's 21 courses, 63 credits, again, all online. Um, and then we also have our master's degree in sustainable management, which is 12 courses and 34 credits. And um, And the really cool thing about these programs is that we have students from such diverse backgrounds all coming to this. And like you just mentioned, you know, just seeing what your peers are going through in their workplaces and applying sustainability. We've got folks with different levels of experience, work experience, life experience, age, backgrounds, et cetera. And that really elevates the conversation and what students can get out of this degree. And I'm just looking at some of our program stats. Um, In the undergraduate program, we've got students as young as 19 all the way up to 61 with an average Mm -hmm. age of 34. In our master's degree, we've got students as young as 21 all the way up to 80. Um, with an average age of 36. And so can you imagine sitting down to talk about a complex opportunity and just having so many different perspectives and just how enhancing that would be to you coming out of the program? And I mean, you're living it right now. And so I just think that prepares our students so well for the real applicability of sustainability in the workplace.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I want to hear a little bit more about that too. What are the reasons that people are getting these degrees? What is the benefit from having a sustainability degree versus just getting the experience through your
1: workplace? Mm -hmm. Super good question. And I want to first start off by responding with sustainability can and is learned anywhere by anyone
0: (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. from
1: a lifestyle perspective. People who are already adopting sustainability principles through minimizing their own personal resource use or taking part in their communities and their government and so on, especially as we see this change through generations, sustainability is being adopted across the board. I think having a degree in sustainability, it really formalizes and professionalizes particular skills and competencies that organizations need from their sustainability leaders. And it shows employers that you've gone through a process of learning very specific skill sets and that you have the training to accomplish particular objectives and other things like diplomatic or conflict resolution you know, we joke around that as a sustainability professional, part of your job is kind of internal lobbyist. And so, like, you (laughs) learn those communication skills um, through these opportunities. And for me, like I said earlier, this also gives our students an opportunity to ask for help building their network and building their own career development repertoire. So, those are all things that people can do outside of a formal degree, but this just gives you that boost. It gives you the structure. It gives you the support system. You know, you've got you've got me, you've got a student success coach um, who is absolutely amazing. Our students adore her and she is just so good at what she does, really helping our students every way through the program. You've got your academic advisor, you have our Tremendous advisory board, which I didn't even talk about yet, but um, (laughs) people can check out that advisory board on our website. So we help you, we give you that boost to get you into a professional position in sustainability. And I just want to make sure that people know (laughs) I know sustainability is not a new concept as humanity. but the way that it's being professionalized within the business world is definitely still new and still developing. And so if someone has an opportunity to get a formal degree in sustainability, I think it is helpful from a career development standpoint.
0: All right. So let's go into the the careers then. What do you see your students going into after attaining
1: these degrees? So we have had many graduates, we've had over 200 graduates from our master's program, we've had over, we've had, you know, about 170 graduates from our undergraduate program, and so we are continuously working on developing our alumni engagement to figure out exactly where people are. But we do have a fantastic LinkedIn group that is for current students and alumni to connect, share advice, share job openings, internship openings, etc. And so just going through that, I'm going to read you off this list of some of their job titles. And it is just so impressive to see, again, the diversity of positions that they end up going into. And so um, from our programs, we have the city of Madison's very first sustainability coordinator. We've had entrepreneurs go off and start their own social impact enterprises. We've got Director of Sustainability and Strategic Partnership, Product Innovation and Development, Sustainable Architecture and Design, Corporate Environmental Manager, Marketing and Communications, Director of Office Sustainability and Healthcare, Sustainability Specialist in Finance and Banking, Energy and energy efficiency, sustainable agriculture, sustainability and brewing, waste (laughs) management, water stewardship, risk assessor and insurance, municipal environmental and sustainability coordinator, local climate solutions and social change, sustainability engineering, operations analyst, and environmental health and safety officer. And so those are just some of the titles of our graduates and I'm so proud of them. Um, And then of course, I think of you (laughs) as one of our (laughs) current students who, you know, I'm sure you've talked about your own experience on the pod already. And if not, that I think it would be an awesome deep dive into what you do. But our graduates are going off and doing great things across every industry, every sector and every job position. The unique thing about our students is that Some of them are already in a position where they're getting this credential, either their undergraduate degree, a certificate, or a graduate degree, um, to round out their current position. Some of our students are looking to do a career pivot, kind of mid career, and some of our students are just getting into the early stages of their career. And so, some of the things our graduates are doing is going to be super different, <laughs> depending on on where they are in their life and their career
0: mm-hmm. yeah, and sustainability as a field i mean it doesn't really exist on its own, right It's always accompanied with some other field, and so that's why you've got sustainability in all of those different areas, and it is really cool to see all the different ways that it's being integrated.
1: Yes, and I'm, I'm glad that you asked that question because it gave me the chance to really dive in and, and just really take <laughs> a good look at where all of our students are, are working.
0: Well, I want to take a little bit of a step back here and ask you about broader sustainability industry um, and sustainability professionals. Mm -hmm. So I know, you know, last year was a bit of um, a mess. (laughs) And I have heard that that has, you know, changed the outlook of sustainability hiring. But, you know, with or without that little blip on the radar, where do you see businesses hiring sustainability professionals? Like, in what direction do you
1: think that trend is going? Do I see business hiring more sustainability professionals in the future? Absolutely 100%. And you mentioned the year of 2020 and how that could put a blip in the data. I really, all of the meetings that I've been in, kind of the debriefs, conversations, have shown that business not only continued with their sustainability commitments in 2020, but saw their sustainability commitments as a tool to remain resilient. Oh, really? And yeah, and so, um, you know, it could be, it could differ per industry or sector, but overall, the word has been our sustainability commitment has not wavered. We're utilizing it or leveraging it to get through this difficult period. And so to me, that's super encouraging, and perhaps, like you mentioned, sustainability hires may be slowed down. But I wonder if that is kind of filtered into overall hiring being down. So mm. it'd be interesting to see that data. But overall, uh, I think that businesses are hiring more sustainability professionals and will continue to do so. And so I have a few little stats here. First of all, I would encourage your listeners to check out our newly refreshed career page. And that's sustain.wisconsin.edu backslash sustainability backslash careers. And I'm pretty sure that that will be in the show notes. But we did just do a complete update. And we have a lot of really good data there for people to check out with kind of externally linking resources. And one of my favorite times of the year is January when Green Biz comes out with their State of Profession mm-hmm. report. And um, this last report that had come out, Green Biz referred to the last 10 years as the Decade of Sustainability Expansion. Mm-hmm. And in their 2020 report, they stated that in 2012, only 45% of sustainability hires came from outside large companies, where in 2020, that number rose to 67%. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so that really indicates that sustainability isn't simply being added on to existing job responsibilities, but that it has become a profession in and of itself, another interesting thing that I had read was that there are actual succession plans being put into place now as some of the folks um, are you know retiring from these positions in the in their place they are developing sustainability specific leadership positions so that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Two more stats that I'll share. Um, in 2019, there was a 10% growth in job postings on LinkedIn for roles with titles related to sustainability. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> and in addition to that, they saw a 7.5% increase in LinkedIn members with a sustainability job title in 2019. And so, thanks to GreenBiz, we have the the numbers and the data to back up what. We in the sustainability profession think we're seeing. Um, <laughs> I mean, we've got almost 400 graduates between the two programs, and these students are going somewhere to do sustainability work. And we've seen additional academic programs pop up. We've seen additional industry groups focusing on sustainability pop up over the last 10 years, and. You know, when I graduated with my undergrad and my grad degree, there weren't a lot of jobs, <laughs> especially in the Midwest around this. And I mm-hmm. swear in the last week, I've reposted probably close to 20 different job openings for our students and on my own LinkedIn page. And so I think there are a lot of factors that play a role in this fresh wave of job positions opening, but um, I think it's a good indicator for the future.
0: Yeah, those stats are really encouraging. That makes me feel real good. (laughs) Good,
1: yes. I mean, the more we learn about the complexities of the system that we're part of, the, the more opportunities there are for folks to go in there and use that to create a better world and in turn better business. Yeah, 100%. Yeah.
0: All right, so we've heard a lot about the sustainability degrees and why people should get them and the benefits of having them online and you know the benefits of more companies hiring for sustainability. So, my final question to you is, first of all, how would you recommend somebody start if they're interested in getting a degree in sustainability? And on the other hand, if there's somebody who finds this all very interesting, but doesn't really want to go for a degree yet, what else can they do to continue to learn
1: and pursue sustainability? So my answer to both of those is the same. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the first thing I always recommend, whether you are interested in pursuing a degree or not quite ready and just want to pursue this on your own, is network. Network, network, network. Um, It is so important and so what I recommend to people that that has helped me um, are really utilizing informational interviews. Now more than ever, we can reach people across the world <laughs> through our virtual meetings. So unfortunately, I cannot take somebody out for coffee. But uh, when, when it was safe to do so, I used to reach out to people who... I looked up to his mentors and I said, can I please take you out for a cup of coffee? I would like to talk to you about your career trajectory, your advice, things to watch out for, etc." And as soon as you start doing that, the world just opens even further for you and your network continues to grow. And so... Invite somebody for a coffee talk and continue networking. The other things that I have um, in my mind for this answer would be to continually read. There's so much to read out there. Like Subscribe to Green Biz, Sustainable Brands, the Wisconsin Sustainable Business Council Newsletter, Sustain Dane, look up the top 20 sustainability books. I mean, John Elkington just came out with his Green Swans this year, Conscious Capitalism. There's just... There are so many essential sustainability books out there, and it expands once you know kind of the niche that you want to go into as well. So network, read, keep connecting, connect on LinkedIn. And a tip out there to students or anybody is when you're reaching out to somebody on LinkedIn, a best practice would be to include a little note. And so that is just something to keep in mind. And then the other things I'll just quickly mention are to keep your mind open to learning new things and to not boxing in your opinion on a certain subject or a person right away. Try different things. Volunteer. Get yourself onto a board of advisors or a board of directors. Put yourself in... An opportunity for leadership to start developing your own leadership style, whether that be compassionate leadership, servant leadership, love-based leadership. Learn how you act as a leader and give yourself some grace in understanding that you're learning, as should everybody around you. And I guess my last piece of advice would be to put yourself out there in situations that are not necessarily in your wheelhouse There is so much room for personal and professional growth in those situations. And if you can recognize them and take that as an opportunity to grow, I just think you're going to be much more fulfilled in your career and it will open up doors of opportunity that you may not have ever expected.
0: Yes, I love all of those. (laughs) It makes so much sense. (laughs) I particularly like the first two. I've definitely found the informational interviews and just asking if you can get coffee with somebody mm-hmm. is always just so rewarding and i have never had anybody say no mm-hmm. because like we've been saying sustainability is so collaborative and everybody is just so willing to help that they just want to talk and you know share their experience so i love that and I also love the subscribing to newsletters. I've gotten into the habit of that as well. There's definitely a good list of sustainability newsletters that I can share on this post mm-hmm. and subscribe to them and just keep up to date
1: with sustainability in the world. It's really helped me to understand where everybody's at. Exactly. It's fast moving. And so you have to stay connected and have to stay up to date on everything that's that's evolving.
0: Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Well, this has been fascinating and I'm so glad to be able to talk to you. I know I'm in the program and we've worked together in the past, but it's always nice to hear more about what you're doing today. So thanks for joining me, Amanda. Definitely. Thank you so much. Make sure to check out GreenCast on Facebook, where we post the most up-to-date information, release episodes, provide a lot more resources about things you heard on the show, and have conversations about episodes and sustainability in Waukesha, Wisconsin, and beyond. Also, if you're interested in the Waukesha County Green Team, please check out our website and Facebook page and come to one of our board meetings. They're always open to the public. GreenCast is produced through the Waukesha County Green Team by Alec Lapoidovan and Laura Lux, with help from Stacey Balsley. Our theme music is by Dan Krill and Emma Koppel. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, sustainability starts with all of us.